Hey so welcome back to another episode of the Yellow Rope Show. Um, welcome back and thank you for listening. Um, we're here with another episode with the one and the only Chalice Sito. Yay! Yeah. Welcome, Chalice. Thank you. All good. So, uh, so you guys can see from the name of the podcast that it is about um, Australian, well, not born, you're, you're raised here, born in New Zealand? Yeah, born in yep. New Zealand. Yep, and raised here, went schooling here and everything like that. Yep. And you <laughs> moved over to Fiji for schooling, right? That's correct. Okay, so can you tell us a bit about your upbringing, how it all fell into place and like what made you move over there? Um, to Fiji? Yeah. Okay, so I did... But you were born in New Zealand, hey? How old yeah. were you when you moved over here? So I was five... So I was born um, born in Auckland. Um, mother and father uh, moved from Fiji, from Bar to Auckland for a better life, um, better opportunity. Um, moved over there, and uh, me and my late brother Connor was born in New Zealand, and then we moved over from Auckland in '99. How old were you then? I was four. Ah, uh, sorry, I was five. Five or four? <laughs> I think I was five, yeah. Oh, far out. And you moved here and you started primary school straight away? Yeah, started. Um, it's a funny story. I was supposed to go year two, but because of education, I had to repeat and do year one. Wait, I, wait, so did you go kindergarten here or did you start year one? <laughs> oh, so kindergarten year one and then repeat it. Mm. Oh, okay. So you, when you moved to Australia, were you straight into like the, like what area? Yeah, we moved in with my uncle um, and auntie in St. Clair. Mm, um, Western Sydney. Western Sydney, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we were staying with them for about I think, four months, mm-hmm. five months until we got on our feet and then we moved to um, uh, Shelby. And then grew up there. Yeah, we, we hopped around from Shelby to Hasselgrove. Oh, but stayed... Oh, Hasselgrove? Yeah. Nick Glendening? Yeah, yeah. Oh. But just stayed in, the, but stayed in West Sydney? Yeah, West Sydney. Yeah. And um, then you went high school there? And then uh, moved to Blacktown. Did a bit of, uh, went to a Christian school for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, finished off primary school, middle school in um, Blacktown. And then started year seven at St. Pat's in Blacktown. Oh, St. Pat's. I actually yeah. lost to them in um, Bring It On. Really? They oh, won. Yeah, they're really yeah. big and brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Were you in Brigadon? Do you nah. dance? <laughs> it, was either, it was either you're playing footy or you're dancing. So. Oh, there you go. Uh, and then what year was the year that you moved over to Fiji, like Fiji for schooling? How did uh, that all come about? Okay, so I was at St. Pat's for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of got kicked out of St. Pat's. And then I went to St. Dominic's in Penrith. Um, by that time, we moved from Blacktown to um, Mount Jort, mm. a place called um, Oakus. We bought a house there. So how long would it take you from Oakus to go all the way to Penrith? Um, about an hour. From yeah. Mount Jort ways? Yeah, catch a bus to Mount Jort Station and then I think it was four stops to Kingswood. And then got off there? Yeah, and got off there and walk to school. But it was alright oh because gosh. like... Oh, <laughs> A lot of a lot of the boys were um, doing it, so it was kind of. Oh, like missioning from the same area. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of boys missioning it from Mount Jort to school, so you're never like walking by yourself or anything. Like yeah. That. It was good. And then, so you seven, you eight. Yeah, you're seven, you eight um, at St. Pat's, and then nine, ten at St. Dom's, and then I got uh, not to come back for senior. Oh what? <laughs> yeah. 
So you got kicked out of St. Tom's as well? Yeah, I got kicked out of St. Tom's and then I was just kind of freelancing around for a bit. And then like, so how did the big decision come to, like, how did you get to that point where you were like, okay, let's move over to Fiji? Um, I think it was in year seven. I was, I was really pressing on my, my dad to go to Fiji just to learn, because um, my older brother went to um, school in Fiji, mm. boarding school. Um, my old man wasn't really fond of me going yet. You're the youngest too, hey? Yeah, I was the youngest, yeah. yeah. So it was like, do a bit of school in here, play a bit of footy here. Yeah. When the time's right. So I think I was at a good age when I went. Um, I kind of... And that was year 11, year 12? Yeah, that was year 11, year 12, yeah. But they didn't have year 11, year 12, hey? Yeah, there was form 5, form 6, form 7. So you so, did three years. So in Australia, you're thinking that you're doing two years, but... Yeah, yeah, you did an extra year. It's like a vocational year they do there. Is that like the foundation for uni? Yeah, pretty much. But they don't have kindergarten yet? Or do they have kindergarten? Uh, I'm, not, not, I'm not quite sure, eh? I think... So in Fiji, it's 14 years of schooling? No, I think it's 13 years. But then kindergarten? Form one, they just... I think it's just class one, class two, oh. class three, class four, class five, class six, class, oh. seven, class eight, and then form three. And then the high school's going to form. But primary yeah. school in Fiji doesn't end till year eight, yeah? Yes, 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 class eight. And then high school's year nine, year Form ten. Three. Oh, God. So, yeah, so year 11, year 12, what happened? Like, you just sat down and you were like, okay, Dad, I want to go to Fiji now. Yeah, I was just freelancing a bit. Um, I was getting into trouble. Mm-hmm. But I mean, freelancing, I was like, not going to school. <laughs> was just mucking around. Just, yeah, running, yeah, not being a good bloke. Yeah. Um, and then it was kind of either I go to school or I was gonna end up getting into some trouble. So yeah, it was good though because like um, I remember my brother went to school there. Mm. Um, he done a couple of years and he was telling me like it would be good. And I knew my uncle went to RKS. Um, he was telling me a bit about it as well. So you kind of already had like the influence of schooling in Fiji. Like at a young age, yeah, you kind of already knew about it, yeah. Kind of like was something you were thinking of that you were willing to do, yeah. Because we went, we actually went Christmas that year. Um, I finished up at St. Don's, um, to Fiji, and I kind of met some of my cousins that were going there too. Mm. They were ex scholars too, mm. and I kind of like my auntie kind of dropped a hint. She was like, If you ever want to come to school in Fiji, yeah. you know, you got a house to stay, this and that. I was like, yeah, right. And you were thinking, bro, like, I'm in Australia, I just got kicked out of, like, the same dumps, like, why not? Yeah, but the funny thing, I was thinking, like, going to go to Fiji, like, sunset and (laughs) sipping pina coladas by the beach after school and, yeah, no, nothing like that, but. Far out. So, like, you went, had that conversation with your dad and you were just like, that's it. Mm. And so that trip that you went on, you just stayed? Yeah. No, 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 I came back. You came back. Came back and then we had the, um, told my old man, I was like, yeah, I think I want to go. He was like, yeah, no worries. I think you're at a good age. Um, yeah, and then no you guys did it from there. Yeah. So how long did it take from when you made the decision? How long was the gap until you... That was Chrissy and then Jan start. I don't know what it is with you guys. Like, that was the same, th- same thing with my brother. Yeah. He made it's... the decision, like, yeah. last week and he flew out the following week. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, oh my gosh, trippy. Oh my gosh, that's so... Whoa. But how was it like when you first got there? Like, how was it adjusted to the new environment? Um, in the school? Yeah, in the school, like when you first um, got there. Oh, funny. So, I, so my cousin. Like getting off the airport, getting to Viti. Did you get a bar? You know, I, I, got to, I got to the airport and I went straight to see my niece in Lotoka. Mm. Um, caught up with her. Mm. So you're there for like maybe a night and then I had to 
Because school already started. Oh, by the time you went? Yeah, so I... You went, yeah? I just, I just literally just got there, spent the night, gave some like, and I gave some stuff to my niece and my cousins and that, in Otaka, and then I was off my way to Suba to meet up with my Nalewu and... Bad Suba, yeah? Yeah, go grab all my uniform and... But so from the, so from the get-go, when you knew, as soon as you got into that plane, you knew straight away, like, it's just straight boarding. Yeah, I'm going straight to school. Far but in, in my head, I knew, I was... I honestly thought I was going on a holiday. Like, I was like... But you didn't think it was that bad? Yeah, I didn't think, ah, uh, you know, just be like... I mean, going, it's not bad, but like, you didn't think I'm like... I'm going on a plane, yeah. I'm taking photos on the plane, I'm yeah. going for a little <laughs> trip, you know? Yeah. I'm thinking like, I'm going for Christmas, like, I'm going to go go out clubbing, and, you know, have a party with my cousins. No, it was... It totally it was, different, 360. Because yeah. it was the start of the year, like, the year already started for everyone in yeah. Fiji, so like, when I got there, mine was just like... I hope you're ready, yeah. So you say you got it. So you say you got in like on a sa- Saturday, yeah. Mm. Was it like Saturday? Yeah, it was a Saturday. Saturday. Right. Saturday. You spent the night there. Yeah. Went down to Suva on Sunday, which is another four-hour drive. Yeah. From Lotoka. Yeah. And then what? Monday you ran around getting stuff, and then Tuesday you started. Wednesday I started. Far out. Yeah. And just straight into. Yeah, straight into um, straight into morning school. Like I picked up my uniform from Suva. Um, one of my cousins um worked for the. Revenue, is that revenue where you get your tin number from? Oh, yeah. So she hooked me up with a tin number, and um, my auntie told me, like, we're gonna apply for your passport. I was like, yeah, sweet, no worries. Because I, I just went on a, a oh, tourist yeah. um, visa. So my mum's like, you're gonna, like, you're not level sort out all your, like, documents yeah. and that. But wait, so you, you didn't even have, like, an acceptance letter from, Q, like, from the school? You went QBS, no. yeah? Victoria. Yeah. yeah. So you didn't have any of that? No, I just, like, I just went and applied. <laughs> just all... I just rocked up. Oh, can I come to this school? <laughs> Far out. Like, yeah, no worries. But I know, I know my auntie that they called in advance. Oh yeah, just to make sure there was room. Mm. Oh my gosh. So like, when you walked in, how was it? Like, when you walked in and got introduced, <laughs> when you got introduced, like, who did someone take you? Like a prefect or something? Take you to the school? Uh, yeah. Um, actually, my cousin, um, my from Twale's side, from my mom's side. Mm. Um, his name is Charlie too. Mm. Um, he was in the same house as me, and they were, when I got there, they were actually, it was like four o'clock, they were doing farming. So we were driving, like, when we were driving through the gate, I just remember seeing, like, holy shit, this is, <laughs> this is not the postcard of Fiji. Yeah. Did you, like, were you thinking, like, oh my god, let me 360, let me 360? Yeah, this is, like, the sticks, like. Oh, no. But I knew, because, like, my cousin was driving and telling me the whole yeah. way, she's like, I hope because my cousins, the twins, they yeah. both went to QBS. Yeah. And they were the same year as my older brother. And yeah. they were just saying, like, I hope you're ready for this because it's not exactly what you think it's going to be like. And I feel like for us, when we're here, when we think of Fiji, we're literally like, oh my God, paradise. Yeah. I'm going to get there. It's going to be so much fun because we literally just go there for holidays. Yeah. You think like Super Grandma or like if you're in the West, you think nothing bores. Yeah, like, yeah. Close to like town. Town. Just walk down and get chicken and stuff. Yeah, nah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I would die. Because how far is it from Suva? Um. I think it's about like an hour and a half, two hours. I Bus think, ride? I think, yeah. I could be wrong. It's been a while since I've been there. To QVS? Mm. Oh my gosh. Wait, how long is it to, I don't know, how long is it from here to Korobo? Um, I think it's like an hour and a half. Yeah, well, it'd be like another half an hour from Korobo to QVS. Are they past Korobo? Yeah. Oh. Past Notobi, the, the wharf? Yeah. Another 20 minutes down there. 
Oh, so you're the far from ACS. Yeah, yeah. ACS is back in yeah, Sawani. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. It's... Oh, so you're the far from there. Oh, God. You go, pa- go past RKS, then you get to... Then you go to this. So when you, when you, like, when you went in and you had your first night and... I mean, you first got introduced to the boys in your house. Because you guys all slept in, like, one room, yeah? Yeah. Like, big, oh, big dorm. Oh, my gosh. About, like, 30, I think 30, 40 beds. And just one... That's one house. Like, that's, as in, like, your... No, that's 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 the, um, the one year. That would be yeah, the f- one year. Like so, that'd be like year seven, yeah. all in one room. All year, um, year seven and eight, which is form three, form four. Yeah, they would be in one dorm. Yeah, and you would have like the house captain. And no, the... that would be in nine year ten, isn't it? Form three, form four. Form three, form four. Because I thought um, primary school finished at year eight. Yeah, sorry, that'd be. Yeah, you seven, year eight, year, no, no, no. Oh, you guys still have you seven, year eight? Seven, year eight, nine, ten, seven, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you seven, year eight. Oh, okay. Form three, form four be with senior dorm. Yeah. That'll be like 30 beds. And you have like the house captain and deputy house captain sleeping with them. Oh, like, They'll wow. get their own little private, like they'll put like a curtain so like they have their own privacy. And then you have like form five, which would be like year nine, Year 10. Year 10, they'll be in the senior dorm. Yeah. And then you have like 11 and 12, they'll have like two door room. So, like, so with the way these rooms are set up, like the houses, would it be like one house that's year 78? Or was it like one massive like house and like each level was like. No, no, it's just like one area. Um, so, QBS is like, it's broken up into two places. There'll be like Bore Barata, Bore Rawa, and Bao, yeah. The junior dorms are all on top near the school. school oh, block. yeah. Bore is the, the, the newest out of all the mm. houses. So, Bore they're down with the, the senior dorms oh. near the cafeteria area. So, where we were, the junior the junior dorms for Bore Tawata were down with the seniors like, oh, area. Yeah, but that was like the newest one added in. Yeah, so then you had. The junior dorm and the senior dorm kind of connected. Mm. So, like, in saying that, like, obviously, coming from Australia, like, literally having your own room or, like, sharing with one person. Yeah. And then, like, rocking up to school and seeing that there's about 30 people in yeah. one room. Like, how was it, like, for you adjusting to the new environment? Um, I think it was, it was, it was a bit of a challenge because it was just all Fijians. Yeah. But I think growing up with all brothers and family and, kind of going to all boys school here in Sydney. Because you guys are all boys too, eh? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was kind of like, in a way I was kind of um, used to it. Yeah. Um, kind of sharing things, kind of used to growing up with all boys too, so. And being the youngest. Being the youngest, yeah. yeah. So going there, um, it was very, like, I kind of, I think I went at a good age. Yeah. I, I was kind of mature enough to understand what's going on. Yeah. What to expect kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was really good. So in saying that, like, how would you like? So explain to me a day, like a okay. day in QVS. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you wake up, the the lolly or the bell. There's a there's a there's yeah. a bell that goes off. Yeah. At the school bells. No. Um. So, a senior, um, in uh, in between the junior dorm and the senior dorm, there's yeah. like a senior that has like six beds. That's for like... A lolly's a drum, by the way. Yeah, the lolly's yeah. a drum. So one of them will wake up and say about... It was 5.30 or... 5.30? <laughs> I can't... I, 
don't count on my um, timing, but I can't, I can't really remember exactly. But they used but to like wake somewhere up. like that, mm. yeah. Because you'd have to do things before class, eh? Yeah, they'd wake, um, they'd wake us up and someone will ring the, start beating on the, on the lolly, on the bell. And then um, you'd have the teachers walking around, waking everyone up. And they sleep in the, the dorms as well? No, they got their, the teachers got their own quarters, but like they take, they take shifts on which who wakes oh, up what day to yeah. do. To supervise the farming. Yeah. So if you wake up, go farming. And everyone goes farming. So um, like what if you were sick? Like I'm from my so. Oh yeah. Like you have to have like a doctor's certificate from the, the school nurse. To so, get out of farming. Yeah, to get out of farming. Oh my goodness. But like if if you were sick, like most of the boys still went because like you'd be bored just, just laying in there, bed, yeah. yeah. So you go farming and that'd be like for an hour? Yeah, you'd go farming with your with your house. And you split up into like seniors go to this area, juniors go to this area, mm. um, and do your farming for about an hour, and then you'd come back. Mm. Um, now you'd literally run back because like you have to shower, and the bell for breakfast would be going off. Oh, really? So we have to like pretty much have a shower, get changed, get into uniform, and then get your like cutlery, and then go down and wait, line up for the bell for breakfast. Yeah. And then you would have like a cup of cocoa and a quarter slice of um, butter and jam loaf. Yeah. And then that would be your breakfast. But like a quarter of a loaf, yeah? Yeah, a quarter oh, of a loaf, okay. yeah. So you'd like get like four slices out of that maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, get a piece of that, the tea. Um, they did have a, caf- um, a canteen open. Um, so yeah, like a lot of the boys would just buy like a pack of biscuits from the canteen and, oh, yeah. and have it with tea after. Yeah. Um, and then you'd pretty much just go back, drop your drop your, your cup off and your cutleries and whatnot, and um, grab your school bag and start going off to school. And then from school, you yeah, would... Yeah, and then like, the oh, right, school was, was hard, eh, because that bread would have to last you for lunch. And like... The four slices. Yeah, that quarter, quarter loaf. Yeah. Um, You'd have like, have first, second period, third, fourth, and then you'll have a recess. Lunchtime, you'd go down for the cafeteria for lunch. And lunch like, every day is different? Nah, it was always rice and dal. Oh hell, I'd be skinny. Yeah. <laughs> Freak, yeah. rice and dal every day? Every day. But see, like that, like, I guess that in a sense, like, teaches discipline. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, like, I remember going and I was like size 38 and I came back. On my first break, and I was size thirty-four. But who needs a diet? Just go straight to yeah. go straight to the village. Go straight to boarding school. And they would like they used to say like, oh, why don't I go? <laughs> if you're tired, the teachers would be like, just go drink some water, fill you up to lunch. Oh my god! Could you imagine me? Like mm. if I went in, they told me to drink water, I'd start crying. After a while, I, I started to catch on to the system there because like a lot of the boys doing races, mm. they would run down to the cafeteria. Mm. Um, because that's when the rice would be cooked. Oh, so they'll take strange. out all the rice, yeah. and the rice gas that stuck into the pot, the yeah. boys would run down and peel it off the pot, and that would be the recess. Oh. And you'd get a bit of like the noodles, the seasoning for the noodles, and they'll just take the seasoning and just sprinkle Fire, it. Fire, literally make do with what you got, eh? Yeah, it was, it was good, but like the little things that helped. Yeah. Like, when the mangoes were harvested, the boys would just climb a tree and grab the mangoes. and. Okay, Did you climb a tree? You didn't have to, they just felt once they were harvest. Oh, man. nice. And so like after school finished and then what's after that farming again? 
Uh, yeah, once school finishes, um, farm, yeah. You do, you do a bit more farming. Um, and you have a bit of free time. And free time's like an hour? Yeah, you get like an hour and a half. Okay. So you can do like, quickly do your washing or usually just paint touch. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and then, then dinner. And then you have dinner. Dinner was probably not the best. Like I think everyone looks forward to the, like the rice and dal because that was probably was the most shit. Ah, uh, like two pieces of sausages and tavioca, or like it could be they had this thing called around the world, which is like um, oh. around the world. Yeah, it's just like a bit of like belly and bit of like um, oh bits and pieces of like different things. Yeah, potato and oh, what's that tin fish. Oh, yeah. tin fish. Um, like, it was just all like water. Like proper, like f- the actual little yeah. baby fishes in it, eh? No, no, um, oh, it's not salmon. Tuna? No, not tuna. What's the other one? Mackerel? Sardines. 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 That's the one, sardines. Sardines. Yeah. It was like soup. Oh, oh it was so no, bad. Thank you. That was oh. the tabioca. It was just like, yeah, it wasn't the best. But usually it was like sausages. I don't mind sausages. Sausages and tabioca, I could smash. But it's not. The sausages from here. Let me <laughs> what kind of sausages is it? Like, you get like, so they get the sausage right and they chop it up to pieces. Okay, so you, you don't even eat the whole sausage by itself? No, no, no. You maybe get like three or four pieces. Lies you tell, bro. I'm, I'm kid you not. I three kid, or four pieces I, of that long ass sausage. I kid you in, not. In what? In t- not, like, even, not even in rice where you can like at least like fake it. Tabioca. Oh my gosh. No wonder you went down from a size 38 to a freaking <laughs> 30 what, 4. I kid you not, you can ask like, you can get like, I don't know, Tui or, Vi- or Bill ask Kikau, you can ask them, we'll tell you the same thing. You went to school with them? Yeah, like say, yeah, Tui was like, um, he was deputy head boy in my Oh really? Shout out to Tui. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. So, with all that, did you ever feel like, like when you, like obviously when you went to school and you went in your first week and whatnot, and like you going through the first week with the new system, going farming in the morning and whatnot. Yeah. Did you feel like it was a bit difficult being a new kid because you were from overseas? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, it did like I did have like the language barriers and like um, I was trying to catch on to like I was trying to catch the accent eh, to like blend in at the start. Really? But like, oh, you because you you don't even speak Bowen eh, at home. No, you go straight Western. Western, yeah. And then every, the main language over there is Bowen. Yeah, but I, I, I caught on to it a bit. Yeah. And then, but like the, the, Aussies, the Aussie accent would just come out. Like yeah, the But like, you know, they, it was good though because they all knew I was from Australia. And yeah. I like, we had the meeting when I, when I first met them, they had a house meeting. Yeah. And they, had to, like, they introduced me in that. And yeah. I just told them I was from Bar and like they knew I was from Sydney. I told them all about it. Well, it was good. They were really like welcoming and like they asked me questions about here. And, Oh, that's good. At least yeah. they're like were welcoming towards you. Yeah. Especially being inboarding, but you had cousins in there as well. Yeah, I had, I had, um, I had my cousins too there. But how long were they there while you were there? Um, so I had my cousin Luke. He was a year above me. Mm. Um, he was there from from form three. Mm. So that was good. Like he was, like we were right next to each other. Like where where. Our senior dorm and their dorm yeah. was, so it was cool. Oh, that's good. At least you had someone to kind of like. Yeah, and I had out. like a couple of days later, I found out there was other boys from Bar and other boys from Yasala in oh, different houses. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, oh there, yeah. so it was cool. Like, it was good to meet um, extended family from both sides of. What, 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 like, what was one of the like struggles you felt in regards to being from overseas? Was it just the language barrier for you? Um, I think. I think even the the learning part because it was very like straightforward. Yeah. Like, compared to like the schooling here, compared to there, like you didn't really have back then. I don't know about now. Um, you didn't have like laptops. And, like, yeah. It wasn't a, like a lot of. We were taught here like a lot of visual stuff, like you yeah. can see. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like black and white. It was just a black, black like, Everything was really theory, white. that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So like from schooling here in Australia and then moving overseas, did you feel like? Like a sense of culture shock. Mm, hundred percent. Um, you didn't do your homework. You get a hiding. Um, <laughs> no, you're lying. No, I'm serious. Like what kind of hiding? Like a little tap on your your finger, like the, how they put your fingers together and you hit it with the wooden spoon. This is one of those like um, they brush it out of the table, but like yeah, you get like they have the, like the windows that hold up the windows long stick. What, what do you mean they hold up the windows? They, you they hang get, on the window. No, they get these sticks oh. that they, they open up the window. Oh with. my gosh, the big sticks that you yeah. hold up the. Yeah. And then what? And then like you know, little tip, they'll just whack you on, on your legs or whack you on your hand. Has that ever happened to you? Not 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 for like schooling like during school. Yeah. But I remember like first time, not the first time, the first week I was um we waking up the lolly went off. Yeah. And uh. The teacher came through, he's like, oh, hurry up, everyone get up, you gotta go farm. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I must have, like, I'm not a morning person. Yeah. So I got up and I was just like, still rubbing my eyes. And then I didn't realize he, the housemaster already came through once. Oh. And the housemaster is from the West. Yeah. And he, like, he saw me and he already knew. That you were from Bar. Yeah, I was from yeah. Bar. So he's like, he was calling me, he used to call me Sito. Yeah. And he's like, Sito, hurry up. And I was like, yeah, yeah I'm just getting one up. And I, I was trying. I was a bit cheeky too. I thought yeah. I could get away with it because I was, yeah. you know, it's only my first week. Yeah, you might, I'm from Australia. I'm let from me get Australia. away. Yeah. I was still trying to get used to it. <laughs> let me just put on my thong. <laughs> like, Come on. Seriously. And then I grabbed my knife and I turned around and it's like, I thought I told you to hurry up. And I was like, I looked at my other mate and he's like, pull on, come on, yeah. let's go. And I was just like, oh shit. And he's like, grab the stick. And I was like. For some reason, I was more excited because I was gonna experience the hiding to see like what the fuck. Wait, so about. when you grab the stick, you knew in the back of your mind, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get it, yeah. like that's it. I'm gonna get a smack. I just wanna. But you wanted to like see. I was like Loki, wanted to judge like, how hard. Why? Because we've already copped one too. Yeah, I already <laughs> copped a few here. I was like, mm, let's see what this is all about. And then. And then yeah, like he just he told me to like turn around and then he just whacked me on my calf and it was just, like. I think I was more excited because I told my mate like, we oh, riding home. He's like, oh yeah. Why are you happy about it? I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Like, Salah, this is nothing to feel like. I was this is like, nothing compared to yeah. my dad's one twos. So. I'm telling you, oh, you, should, you should have met my dad. <laughs> Far out. But like, was it weird? Like, say for me, I could cop my dad's one twos and like cop it like a yeah. like a G. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like I would get cut if someone else was to give me a hiding, but you have no like yeah, authority no. over me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I think I would be like cut about that. I, that that incident I wasn't too cut about because I, I kinda I you knew to just break okay, the ice with it. Yeah, no, yeah. I was like, okay, I was flexing a bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's put me back in check, but there's there's been incidents like where we've had like with cop hidings from like a house captain and I just wanted to like I had to bite my tongue because I was I was looking at this guy I was like brother. And this house captain's literally yeah, just a year like, above you or something. He's yeah. just a year above me, but like I could toe to toe, I'd 
put him in the corner. <laughs> Don't put him in the casket. <laughs> and but, they get cocky, eh? Yeah, and because he knew I was from Australia, yeah. I was just like, he was just saying all this shit, and I was just like, yeah, alright, But can you, let's say, after you say, say, after you got your heart in, would you be able to, like, offer them out? Nah, nah, it's just out of respect. You'd like, See, me, I know my tongue. Like, yeah. I would, oh no. I'd probably offer out all the prefix and head girls in ACS yeah, if I would. It, it happened, like, I, I remember my mate, um, my cousin told me, he's just like, you can't, like, you gotta show respect. Because, yeah. Like, it's just the way the boarding school is here. And I guess it's building character as well. Yeah, 100%. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, hiding, it might be hiding, but in, like, I guess you could, car- you could carry that skill yeah. or that lesson throughout life. 100%. Oh, that's so good. 100%. So, like, you know how you were saying, like, within the school system, how, like, it's black and white for you? Mm. Like, what are some of the differences you've seen within the school system, like, here in Australia compared to Fiji? Like, going in depth with that, like... Um, I think... One would be discipline. Because um, here you can literally talk yeah, back to the principal and back, it's like yeah. a slap on the wrist. That's, that was exactly me when I was schooling here. Like, it'd be on like level level three. I'll be on literally like, level three cards, <laughs> and they'll still be going off. Like, yeah. Like deputy principal was like, right, like all you can use is your words. Yeah, hundred percent. But then like over there, you use your words. One, two. I, I remember I was trying to grow a goatee there, and like the vice principal like jabbed me in the chin. He's like, get rid of that. Cause Wait, I, I knew, jab. Yeah, because I knew we had like a week. We had a few days before the holiday break. Yeah. So I was kind of ducking and dodging, yeah. trying to hide from him because he used to like see me through the window. He's like, sit door. And I was like, yeah, what's up? Yeah. And he's like, go shave. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, so we had like a couple of days left and I was just trying to like duck and dodge and then he happened to walk past and like he saw me and he just jabbed me he was like I thought I told you to shave but did you just jab me out of nowhere like caught you off guard or nah he saw I saw him coming and I was like I tried to cover I tried oh, to look no. like I was studying and he's like Sito I was like ah oh, shit I've been caught and then straight jab yeah because like it was real discipline you had to like shave yeah and um yeah always they're very just yeah discipline so like discipline was one of the major things he's in the difference with? Yeah, that'll be one of them. Um, I think the material too. Um, like there's, it was just like a textbook to the teacher. So the teacher just be holding the textbook. And then just kind of like, like reading it out to Yeah, you. read it out and just have to like just. Grab what you go, can. Yeah, and grab what you can. Summarize it hey. Yeah, 100%. Like whatever they put on the board, that's it. Like, it's not like you can get like, go to the library, grab a textbook, grab like, yeah. your USB, put it onto your, just be go home and like you know. Were the teachers, were teachers over there able to do like one on ones? No, not really, because no. they. It was kind of hard because they, they still had to do, their own classes and mm. then, like they lived on site too. Mm. Like it was, it was yeah. It, was, it would have been full on. Yeah, like, it was a lot. It was a lot going on too for them. So like, would you guys have tutors like offered and stuff like that? No. So do you feel like in regards to like say like say like saying all this stuff, do you feel like there's more of a student support system here in Australia compared to Fiji? Hundred percent. Do you feel like Fiji needs to work on that, like in regards to the boarding system? Um, I don't. Like QVS back, for QVS. Yeah, back back then, yes. I th- I don't know if things it's have changed, changed now. now. Yeah. I think it has. Like I know, um, two years after I finished up, I heard um, the, we were getting iPads out. For, oh, lovely. For the um, for the students, which is good. So I, never I even know. Got yeah, I know. I know they like improved and stuff like that. And also with the a cyclone. Yeah. There was a bit of like a bit of money gone. Oh. Towards, yeah. Did the school get damaged in the cyclone? Yeah, hundred percent. 
They um, they lost. They, I think they lost a few classrooms. Oh, no. And they had to like redo the house. But there's so many like QVS old boys. Hey, like the community just comes together when it comes yeah, to stuff 100%. like that. It's I, I didn't I didn't realize how big in Fiji like schooling thing. The old schooling. scholars. Yeah, that's real big compared to here. Yeah. Did you have to get tatted? Do you guys have to get tatted? No, oh, didn't have to. But like towards the end of the year when the exams are finishing up, that's when like. There's no footy going on. There's no like athletics going on. Mm. It's just the exam um, term. Mm. Once that finishes up, everyone starts like getting ready for like the house party. Mm. Um, and then yeah, they're like tattoo guns just start coming out of nowhere. Wait, coming out of the woodworks in school? Yeah, like the homemade. <laughs> how, how? What do you mean homemade? Yeah, like some some yeah, they got like a lot of time on their hands. Eh? So, like I know a lot of the boys are making. Like with a pen and yeah, know, like yeah. ink or something? They take the, the ink out of the pen mm-hmm. and they add like a needle. It's really, it's really, and they use a spoon or I, I don't know exactly how they did it, but. It's weird how like, how much creativity comes out of the struggle. 100%. Like dead set, like in everything that we do. 100%. Like you just make it work. It's just so trippy. They Fire. used to have this game called tire. It was literally two tires on attack versus two tires on defense. You have to try. What do you mean score a try? So the attacking would have to roll past the line and the other two tires would have to try and tackle him by hitting him. <laughs> it's funny, <laughs> That's that struggle, but like, it was fun. But like, it, it was, made it work. yeah, like literally made it work. 100%. Cause you would get bored of playing touch. Yeah, and it was just like another game they had. Oh my God. So not like, so knowing that you did boarding school and all that, all the different roles and like everything that you had to follow. Yeah. Um, do you still see yourself carrying those skills into your life today? 100%. That, that, those are like the struggles you learn there um, the things that were taught 100% it sticks with you it's, it's one of those things that you don't lose mm. um, whether it's QVS like whether whatever school you go to I think it's just if you go to school in the islands and you come out of the islands into like society back here or New Zealand or maybe the western border yeah it's those are the things you never forget you always remember do you still see yourself like even to now like do you still see yourself like in that kind of like routine that you were in ish i try to i try to like i try to remind myself yeah of like what it was like yeah to help like to help humble you Um, yeah because yeah like that never changes though yeah you never forget it Mm. but you can kind of forget it in a society like sure it's easy to forget where you mm. come from. I think especially like especially living in Sydney, Sydney like I've said it so many times, Sydney is such a big city and it's so fast yeah. that it just swallows you up. Yeah. Everyone's trying to find their identity but like, yeah. sometimes people forget who really 100%. you are. Hundred percent and we're on we're guests here. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm, and that's good though like if I could have the opportunity to go to school in Fiji, I definitely would have taken it up. Yeah. But I was not allowed, so... I think, I think like, a month into it, I, I was like, I wish I did Form 3 here. Like, because yeah. I, I kind of missed... There's, like, when you're in Form 3, Form 4, like, the junior boys, they go through this stage where they get asked to do everything from the senior boys. Oh, like, really? From, like, getting their food to washing their clothes on the Saturdays to polishing their sandals. Wait, but do the, do the teachers know about this, or is it just... Yeah, like, it's, 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 like... It's a, it's a tradition. Oh. So you, you work. You probably like you pretty much just slave away form three, form four. And then by the time you get to form five, 
like you're kind of in that position. That respect. Yeah. So then when you get to like form six, form seven, it's like perverse. Like yeah. the next junior boys will be coming through and then they're just like mm. But they get drilled in too, they know exactly what what's expected. But then some of them they can't take it. Yeah. And so they leave. I guess it would be a bit hard though, because like not ev- like not everyone comes from the same upbringing. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? So it would be a bit difficult, I guess. Yeah. Into like getting into there and right. getting used to the system there. But they have like a buddy system too, which is like oh, which is that's good. Yeah. So like you got senior boys helping out, like you, they they'll assign you to a junior boy to help him out because you know like imagine a 13 12 year old boy like, coming away in, from yeah. the family and all that. You know. So there is like a lot of support in in the sense of like within like the seniors and the juniors. Yeah. Like within supporting each other, oh, that's good. Yeah. Like in saying that, like see with boarding school in Fiji, I know a lot of people think like it's just the bad kids that go over there from yeah. Australia. Yeah. Did you feel like you've seen that? And in saying that, like did you like build a brotherhood over there that you still carry on to now? Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you feel? Hundred percent. Um, it's not. It's not just bad boys. I know. A few, it's funny. Like I think the after the first year I went there, there was a boy that came from. I don't know if it's Japan or Korea. Mm. He came all the way there to boarding school. Was he like a like a Chinese? Like, like Chinese, Japan, yeah, Japanese boy. Yeah, couldn't speak a bar of English. How bled! Oh god. And he he was there from form four, so I think he graduated two years ago. Oh wow! Like, yeah, like he done the whole the whole stint there. And he could not even speak English. Nah. Oh my gosh! So, how? So then they, I think they started speaking English to him first before. They, they wanted to the full <laughs> blow Fijian. I don't know about now. I'm imagining, I think he can speak full Fijian now. Oh my goodness. How good is that? Yeah, his family moved over, like, I think, to start up a business or. Yeah. They moved over to Fiji and then, yeah. And they just chose QVS. He got, he got referred to go to, um, for the son to go to QVS. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. It's like, so, do some of these boys that you, like, went to school with, do you still talk to them now? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, just like my my best mate, actually one of them, he used to go to QBS and then he he moved, he got kicked out and went to another school. But we still still talk, still yeah. Very tight, yeah. And the stigma of like, so did you ever like when you were over there in QBS? Did you ever have anyone like you had that guy that was from Japan? Mm. Did you ever have other blokes that were sent from Australia? Yeah, yeah there was um, these two lads from Adelaide. Well, they live in Adelaide at the time. Mm. I think they live in Sydney now. Mm. Um, I was, um, I went back, I came back from Sydney that Chrissy, um, Christmas year to start Form 6. Yeah. And um, one of the boys came in and said, hey, there's, there's two lads from um, from Australia here. I was like, oh, yeah? Yeah. And then I was like, yeah. Did you meet them and everything? Yeah, I met them and like they told me like, they're from Adelaide. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right, I'm from Sydney. Mm. And QBS is a, um, it's a, I heard it's, a, it's like the where the Chiefs go. Yeah, I think. Back in the day. The Chief's sons? Yeah. Did you ever like come across a lot of them? Yeah. Um, the Tui... I think just... Uh, Tui the Cole? The son? Yeah, I think it's Tui the Cole. His son um, was from Lotoka. Oh, he, he carried the name. Oh, okay. Um, and you went to school there? Yeah. Same year and everything? No, nah, he, was, he was a bit younger. Um, but he only came for like... He came in Form 5, I think? Yeah. Yeah, but he grew up, grew up in Nandi. But over there in QVS, like the whole um, like it, it was one of those things. Like you didn't really talk about, it, you didn't brag about it. Yeah. So like, I, I know, 
I only know because he was in our house, but I know there was a few of other, few other um, like boys that like, had chiefly um, family, like family, family and affairs yeah. and stuff. But it wasn't something that you talked about, like you didn't so brag that, about Because yeah. they used to say this thing, like when you when you drive through the gates here, all that toy and Andy stuff, like, like leave it at the door. Yeah, you leave it at the door, and, like you just come as like students. Yeah. So when you went to QVS, did you like feel like you like? schooling over there did you feel like you had grown spiritually and culturally yeah um and mentally mentally, i feel like i think it was within the first week i realized like the things we take for granted here Mm. not only just like food but Mm. like like materials the stuff that that can help us yeah like Um, even like the learning stuff yeah yeah In, in in the classrooms yeah especially like See, because after dinner you would go for for study period, mm. and that would be from like eight to ten, mm. and everyone's just studying, and it'd be like you just have like things you learnt from the day, mm. and that's it. Like we'll have like a textbook, and then like so it was like church also a big thing there? Yes, church was very big. Um, every Sunday, yeah, um, they had like a the at like eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Mm. Mm. Oh, you would have your you'd have your tea and you get ready. I don't know. I can't remember if we did farm. Yeah. But yeah, you'd go to church, come back, have lunch, then go back to church again. And then come back yeah, have dinner. And then come back have dinner. Then that's it. You have. You couldn't like we couldn't play touch. Yeah. Because it's Sabbath, hey. Sabbath, Sabbath yeah. yeah. But did, see, did you guys have any sevies also that were going to school? Yeah, yeah. seventh day was on Saturday. Oh, so they had their own... They, they had their own service on Saturday. Oh, lovely. So, like, w- once you finish farm on Saturday uh, in the morning, it was free. Yeah. So, like, everyone could wash their clothes. Yeah. Or the Seventh-day Adventists would go and have their services. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you just pretty much chill. Whatever you do, play touch, or little boys go train, or, mm. you know, go to the waterfall. Mm. And in regards to like, so that was all the church, like you did church, like church was a big thing, all the spiritual stuff. Mm. Like, did you feel like you grew and tapped into your, your cultural yeah. stuff as well? Yeah, especially because like the Methodist side of the, like I couldn't understand that book when I first got there, right? the Methodist hymn book. <laughs> you couldn't uh, understand it. Yeah, I was you just, just sing it, mate. Yeah, I know you just sing it, but like I was just like, I've never. Because it's got like the, yeah, the tunes that you have school, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I was just like, what? Just like, grew up in here. Like, I was just... And because you come from, like, a... Yeah, I was going to Hillsong. Yeah, like, like you come from a Methodist yeah, background, I, I guess. Going there and, like, reading off a book, I was like, mm. oh, yeah, it's just different. And did you, like, l- like learn... Like, did you guys, like, learn anything in regards to, like, speaking Fijian and stuff like that? Yeah, they used to have the culture... Um, they had these culture... I think it was like once once a month or once every term. Yeah. You split up into your like not confederacy, like you split up into your division like So like how the, how to go? All the Westerners will go with the Westerners. Oh so like all under the Bar province. Yeah, yeah, all of the Bar province. So that'd be like Nandi Asawa. Yeah, they'll go No, I think no no, they split. Cause it's massive. Yeah, we used to split it, sorry. Um like Nandi will go to Nandi either like Ba Bayan, the rest will go with Bayan, Lotoka, Nandor will go that side. Yeah. Bono level will go like the other side mm. of the hall. And they just talk about um, pretty much like where you're from and like things coming up. It was, 
it was good. Like, it was good in a way. And so, like, then, what would like what would you guys do like in, when you guys would have those cultural, like, because I think that's cool. I wish we had that here. Yeah. Like we could like, I mean, if we had Fiji in school here, that we could break into our provinces and then like learn. Because when you when you break into it, you guys just speak your dialect, yeah. Yeah. So it's funny. The the guy that was giving me the hiding at the start. Yeah. First ever hiding. He mm. was he was a bar. Oh, the leader for yeah. your guys' prophets. <laughs> he used to give me shit every time he used to see me. Mm-hmm. He used to give me shit every time he used to like, see me. And then mm-hmm. like, when it came to the um, the meeting, he would like, low-key throw me under the bus. But mm-hmm. I was like, it was cool. Like, I knew he was from Bar. Yeah. Like, he knew my dad. Like, was... Because you, you're from the chief of village in Bar, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, it was cool. Like, um, and then... They would do like the ceremony you do when you go to do a lakovi, ask for handy marriage. Yeah. Um, they used to teach the senior boys like they would have like competition. Yeah. Um, they would use a they would use like a chair because yeah. like back in school like you didn't have like the actual tambours. Like, yeah. So they used a chair and they'll, they'll present it. They'll have like the principal, the vice principal, and um, I think it was a school nurse or some of the other teachers. They'll stand there and they'll be like the judge. And this is full blown in your own dialect. Yeah, and so like you'll have like someone from Wunu level, like I remember I think it was the the house captain for Thai level. Mm-hmm. Our school captain, sorry. Mm-hmm. He he spoke and fire. Like you could just the Whoa. way he spoke it was just like, yeah, this guy's done it before. Like he's had practice. Oh really? Who's yeah. he's from Thai level? Yeah, he was from Thai level. And then you had like one of the boys from Ra, we used one of the day scholar girls. Mm-hmm. So it kind of looked like legit, like yeah, they were, yeah, yeah. giving her hand away. Yeah. Um, so like it would be like, Vunu level, there would be like, arcing. Yeah. For the people from like, Mba, for the girl. Yeah, for the girl. Or like, someone from Ba, um, the guy from, from Ra, he was arcing um, another girl. Yeah. Um, another, someone will act like, a, the, like the father. Yeah. Take her up and then present the tambo and ask for handy marriage. And then, um, and that's what yeah. you kind of learned it all. Yeah, and then the teachers would be like, "Yeah, they didn't sound like oh this. They did this part wrong or oh my this part gosh. was wrong." But it was it was, it was a laugh. Then we'll have like a barbecue and yeah, they'll make a day of it. So in saying that, like, do you like all that stuff that you learn, like cultural wise and spiritual wise, like do you, for your future kids? Yeah, would you want that for them? Hundred percent. To send them back? 100%. At least, like, maybe a year to do it, one year or two years, yeah. even if it's not QBS. Yeah. I think just going back to Fiji, um, just getting to know the culture, um, where your bloodline started. Comes from, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like you can lose it in a place, like, especially in Australia. Yeah. Um, yeah, just to go back and see, see where your grandparents are from. And yeah. I think we're just really humble, humble you when you come back and see like, okay, this is where we could have lived, you know? Yeah. Because I, when I went to the village in Bar and I saw my uncles, my brothers, the other, he was, they were originally living in Australia before we came to Australia from New Zealand. Yeah. And we were living, we, we saw their house in mm. Hassegrove. So when I went to one of my breaks, I went back to the village and I saw them, it made me like, being in my cousin's shoes, like yeah. this is what like would have happened if if my father didn't like you know like save up and and made the move make here. the move to yeah. try and you know for break a better out. life yeah just for a better life like for like for for the kids 
So that definitely like changed your perspective and whatnot. Hundred percent. So when you when you came back here mm. after schooling in Fiji and stuff like that, how was it coming back into the Westernized world? Because I know we moved like a hundred. Yeah. Like we literally moved so fast compared to Fiji. Like. Yeah. How was it for you coming back? Like, did you feel like you needed to jump straight back into the Westernized world, or were you kind of just like, like, paused at where you were? No, I think I had to, um, considering the, the circumstances I was coming back into. Yeah. Um, because of, of things that happened here, I had to jump straight back into it. Yeah. Um, I had kind of, I couldn't really have a time to like pause and take a break. Yeah. Um, you kind of just need to, yeah. Yeah, I had to get back into like, I learned what I got, like, I took the, like, good with the bad I got what like I needed to learn from Fiji and I kind of just like used it took it with me yeah and then went from there yeah and kind of like you know what anything's possible like especially in the country here 100% so what's what's an like what's a word of advice I guess for kids that are schooling over in Fiji or overseas that are born and raised here like what's advice that you could give them um that are schooling in Fiji yeah I think um, just take the good with the bad. Um, there's always, in every bad situation, there's always something you can take out of. Mm. Um, and like, you won't struggle forever, even like if you go yeah. nights without food. Yeah. Or, like, your stomachs, whatever. But I think yeah. you can always, you can always like, what's the word? Um, Learn. Yeah. And always learn. And just enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy the um enjoy the experience because you'll be back here and you'll you'll remember you'll have flashbacks. I swear I have flashbacks all the time. You will like have flashbacks of like the days back in school. Yeah. It makes you miss it, Harry. Yeah. I think definitely um definitely like hearing the stories and everything that you had learned while being over there, like these are life lessons that you're able to carry carry on for the rest of your life. Hundred percent. Especially the cultural stuff. Mm. Like you don't you don't forget it. Like yeah, it's funny. Like you you're running to a Fijian or you're running to like an event where it's there's something going on mm. and you'll have like flashbacks in because like you've learned that or you've, you've experienced yeah. it back in Fiji. You'd always yeah. You'd always keep that with you. That's good that you can carry it through. Well, thank you so much, Chale, for joining us on the Yellow Robe Show. No worries. Thank you um, for having me. Thank you. It was so good hearing your story. Is there anything you want to say or give a shout-out to any of the boys in QBS? <laughs> shout-out to me. <laughs> um, yeah, nah. Uh, shout-out shout out to the QBS boys from Wuli Tu, Taranga. Uh, yeah. What's your mbure? What's or how do you say it? What's your mbure? <laughs> I was, I was Bure Tawata. Um, Were you? Mm. Cause my um, my tawala is a too. Oh, so. But my my uncle was Burarawa. Mm. Um, but yeah, he was kind of hoping I was going there. Yeah. A lot of the Westerners are there too, but mm. because your cousins, I went just, through yeah with my tawala. Yeah. I was like, you know, I just yeah, why not? Why not? Oh well, thank you so much, Charles. I really enjoyed having you on the podcast today. It's really cool to hear. Um, like your experiences with schooling over in Fiji because I definitely could not school 
I mean, I not that I couldn't. I definitely wish I did, but I couldn't. Yeah. But thank you so so much, and shout out to QVS. Um, and yeah, random applause. Thanks, Charlie, for joining the Yellow Rope Show. No worries. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>